Welcome to the Health Fix Podcast, where health junkies get their weekly fix of tips, tools, and techniques to have limitless energy, sharp minds, and fit physiques for life. Hey, health junkies. On today's episode of the Health Fix Podcast, I'm interviewing Craig Goldberg, and we're talking all about vibrational acoustic therapy, otherwise known as V. A-T. Craig is one of the owners and founders of In Harmony, an amazing company that is creating vibrational acoustic therapy tables and also mats. And also they have this cushion that you can sit on. And the idea is to help you with getting into a meditative state, to relax you, to get you in parasympathetic and chill mode using different types of sounds. And, and associated with vibration. It's fabulous stuff. You guys just got to jump in the podcast to learn more about this because Craig is an amazing dude and just what a great podcast. So let's introduce you to Craig. Hey, Hill Junkies. I have Craig Goldberg on with me and we are going to be talking about some of my most favorite things in the whole world, vibration, music. I heard him once say on a podcast that he was a club kid and I definitely have that I just get excited and amped with certain music and then I just get just super chill and flow with music and like right now if you guys can see me because you're actually watching the video of this I'm doing the glow stick move because I'm the kid of that generation so Craig welcome <laughs> to the health fix podcast what's happening Janine thank you so much for having me and hello everyone grateful to be here yeah. So when I saw that you wanted to chat with me, I was really excited because I've seen different posts here and there, folks sitting on the the cushions. And and I'm like, ooh, now, you know, of course I'm looking at it going like, what is what is this stuff that we've got going on here? And so let's first, of course, people are like, this cushion, what what, what are we talking about here, Doc? Are we, are we talking about going to a football game and cushions we sit on? No, 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 no. We are talking about acoustics we're talking about vibration and we're going to break it all down about in harmony but first and foremost craig tell us a little bit about how in the heck you came to be so fascinated with music vibration and the zen that comes with that well i think for most of us it started at a young age right music mm -hmm. moves us as human beings we all love music we were just talking about the different degrees of weird <laughs> and um, and how it's all relative. And I think music falls into that same category, right? Like the music that moves you versus the music that moves me versus, you know, the person that's listening. It's all different. There's different strokes for different folks. There's different um, genres. There's different melodies. There's different mu um, musical instruments. There's different cultures. Um, there's so many different aspects to it. And the one commonality across all of it is that music moves the soul whatever your music is. I mentioned I have a three-year-old that's on the other side of that. <laughs> There's certain music that gets her moving. Like <laughs> she can't not dance when certain songs come on, right? I mean, she's a three-year-old, right? It's exactly the way it's supposed to be, but she'll stand up on her chair and start like dancing <laughs> and we'll be like, this is a really random song for her to find a groove into, but, but she did. So, you know, for me, I think at a very young age, I, I discovered that that music gets me moving. And yes, I am a club kid from New York. I've been dancing in dark rooms to house music <laughs> and faster beats than that even. Um, and and again, it's it's something that just moves my body. And when you start to get into nightclubs and concerts and big sound systems, you start to feel the vibrations of that kick drum, that bass guitar, Dave Matthews band and, and the instruments that they use, right? Big bands, fish, 
been a lot of fish concerts, been a lot of Grateful Dead concerts, been a lot of Beastie Boys concerts, right? Like, like these big sound systems really move you. And, and then as I got older, I became an audiophile and I really started to like great home stereo systems. And of course, 5.1 came out and 7.1. And, and <laughs> along the same time as this whole thing is progressing, so too did my health and wellness uh, discovery. I would, I would call it. My wife got sick about 10 years ago. Nobody could tell us really what was wrong with her. I feel like this story is very common, especially for folks that are seeking answers. And I was just that. My wife got sick. Modern medicine couldn't tell us what was wrong, or at least they couldn't diagnose it, and they couldn't give us a solution for six months, test after test, doc after doc. Nobody could tell us what was wrong. Um, in the end, it wound up being gluten. <laughs> we Random. removed gluten. 72 hours later, all of her symptoms went away. And that led to this deep dive because we gave up gluten hundred percent. My wife got better and I got worse. Huh. So now all of a sudden I'm trying to figure out why, all right, I cut out this inflammatory food and, and we start doing a bunch of research. And of course, this is almost 10 years ago. So it was just a much different world then when it came to gluten-free, like now there's gluten-free stuff in every aisle and, and every manufacturer has a gluten-free, you know, version. And back then it was like, two columns in one aisle of of the grocery store that was like this is what you'll eat when you eat gluten-free and, and like you just had to really cut the whole thing cut it all out and gluten's in everything which is why it had such a big impact on on my wife's physiology is because she's mediterranean she's from turkey um she's turkish she was there until she was nine mediterranean diet there's basically bulgur wheat which pasta or mm -hmm. bread with every single meal and, um, and it's, forgive the expression, but it's kind of like death by a thousand cuts. Your body becomes so inflamed by the regular uh, ingestion of this inflammatory food that, and it obviously goes way deeper than that, but this became something that we, that, that very much infatuated our lives with overall health and wellness. And then figuring out why I wasn't doing well, um, I had basically a low-grade fever for six months after I cut out gluten. I had a low-grade fever, a runny nose, a cough that just wouldn't go away. And I just wasn't feeling my best. And it wasn't detrimental. It wasn't, um, I guess, this day and age, people would think I'd have, you know, pandemic-like symptoms regularly. And, and that's sort of, it was just a different world then. Mm -hmm. But but at that point, I was kind of going through life normally. And it was just like allergies is what it felt like. And what I figured out later is that my body was detoxing. It was no longer distracted by 20, 30 years of, of inflammatory marker and in, in eating gluten. That all of a sudden, it was detoxing and cleansing and letting all this nasty stuff out. Because as soon as I started to do things to help expedite that process, I started to feel a lot better. And um, and now it's to a point where I can have gluten when I want. I don't have it very often, but if I'm in New York City, I'm having a slice of New York City pizza mm -hmm. and it's delicious and it doesn't negatively impact me like it used to. But this led us to really understand health and wellness. We, um, we let go of all of these fancy potions, lotions, and tonics, and got rid of the clones and the perfumes and really cleaned up our act, so to speak. And that meant no deodorant. And um, I, I kind of came home from work one day and my wife was like, you kind of stink. Like, uh, what what's going on? And I didn't even think anything of it. I was just like, well, I'm, I'm eating clean. I, you know, this is my natural smell. And she was like, yeah, you're not leaving the house like this. She went to the store and she bought uh, literally 25 bottles of essential oils. I knew nothing of essential oils at the time. <laughs> she came back, she started mixing up all these different things. And um, we started traveling, speaking on the circuit uh, about essential oils and their efficacy. And we would always go to these yoga retreats and I would always seek out the sound healers. And again, I didn't know what <laughs> it was about laying in front of a sound bowl that made me feel so good. I just did it. 
and eventually that turned into a love affair with my being an audiophile and being able to create engineering. So that cushion that I flashed on the screen that yeah. you see everybody sitting on is a vibroacoustic therapy uh, cushion, which is basically a meditation cushion that has sound and vibration built in. And we'll talk more about that. And um, and we designed this and, and released it in January of 2020, along with the series of other products we've been doing and basically teach people how to relax using sound and vibration. And um, and we've been having a lot of success with that meditation cushion. It's been a lot of fun. And and my role is to basically talk about the power of sound and vibration to help us to calm and relax. What a cool job. You know, it's not even a job. It's yeah. it's like a passion here. It, it's so cool. And my husband, when when we were prepping to talk about the podcast, he was like, oh, that guy has like the best kick ever because he's a drummer and he, you know, will just like he vibes out. And sometimes I come down and just groove out with him. And, and it's funny because like, you know, you don't really think about it in terms of music. You know, we have our favorite music, like you were mentioning, like Dave Matthews. I mean, there's so many different vibes with that. Oh. And 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 in the dead and and whatnot and and we think about how much passion like most people will talk about their favorite bands with passion and how much they love you know all of this but they don't necessarily always connect like what that does with their health right and and I think this is something that for a lot of us we need to go back to basics because that's kind of what you noticed with your wife and 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 things of that nature and and being in the the doc game for like 17 years now I'm like going way back to basics with a lot of stuff and yeah. I find that sound therapy does really work I've mentioned before we're we're doing the the tuning forks in my office and so this brings me to my next question because a lot of folks ask me like why this hurts because I can tell them which ones and and I've heard you speak oh. about the different um hurts and things. So let's talk about the hurts. Cause I know that there's different frequencies that do different things. Educate yeah. us a little bit on yeah. how this plays in. All right. I love tuning forks. Okay. And, and obviously there are tuning forks that are designed to be felt in your mm -hmm. biofield. And there are tuning forks that are designed to be felt on your skin for a particular aspect or area of your body. There's a wealth of knowledge that goes into tuning forks and actonics and, and everything that I know is in your practice. Um, we, we certainly get into that. Um, Hertz frequency is, is just that it's, it's a wavelength. I think we're all familiar with the electromagnetic uh, wavelength and what that looks like. And Hertz is simply a number of oscillations all the way down and all the way up. If you're watching the screen um, that's one hurt from the top of the wave down to the bottom and then back up to the top, the amount of time that that takes is the frequency. And, um, and we translate that in a sound and, vi and vibration using this. It's called a tactile transducer. My business partner doesn't like it when I say it's a fancy word for half of a speaker. So I'm going to slowly start to stop saying that. And instead, this is a vibrotactile piece of machinery. What does that mean? It basically inside here is a magnet. That magnet is oscillating back and forth. The number of frequencies is the number of oscillations per second. So 20 oscillations per second is a 20 hertz frequency. We can then take through our technology a music track that has a 20 hertz frequency that going down to a 15 hertz frequency, going back up to a 25 hertz frequency. And over the course of a 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 minute, what we call a music meditation, we can move this transducer and music and take the body on a journey. And it's the vibrations that you're connected to Inside our technology is multiple tactile transducers, depending on the tech, the sound lounge has four, the practitioner has two, the meditation cushion has one. And in here is a magnet. These tactile transducers react between 20 Hertz and 200 Hertz. 
So let's let's put just yeah. hurts this, hurts that. Like, what does it all mean? And we can talk about sophisiotones. We can talk about our content creation. But generally speaking, everybody is familiar with the human ear. Mm-hmm. And the human ear has a response rate of 20 hertz up to 20,000 hertz or 20 kilohertz. Okay. Um, that changes as we get older. Um, it's it's really interesting, actually, the older we get, um, the lower that 20,000 drops to 19,000 to 18,000, and actually quite predictable based on your age, what frequencies you can hear. Unbelievably predictable, actually. The older you get, the lower the frequencies are that you can hear at the top end. But the low end is where vibroacoustic therapy focuses. And that's the formal body of research that kind of governs what we do. And it focuses specifically on 30 hertz to 120 hertz. And then again, just to further put that into perspective, that 5.1 Dolby digital surround sound system (laughs) that I was talking about, or that subwoofer that you have in your home stereo system is typically 80 hertz and below. So we're talking about very low level frequencies. Now, some of those frequencies you can't hear. Mm -hmm. When you get down around 30 hertz, 20 hertz, 10 hertz, eventually you can't hear it, you can feel it. So when this transducer is humming at at 20 hertz, um, yeah, you're gonna hear the oscillations, but more importantly, you're going to feel this move. And we have mechanoreceptors in our skin. There's three different types of mechanoreceptors in our skin. We can dig into this as deep as you want. But um, when you touch your skin, um, there's a pressure sensor in your skin that sends a signal to your brain that says pressure is changing on this square inch of my body and one over here and one over here and one over here. So we have mechanoreceptors all over our skin. When you're sitting on our meditation cushion or you're laying on our sound lounge, I'll give a, I'll give a quick picture. This is our, our bigger unit, our sound lounge that you're laying on. There's four tactile transducers inside that, uh, that sound lounge that he's laying on. He's also listening through headphones. Every single cell, every single mechanoreceptor in his body is in the same vibratory frequency. The headphones are sending audio cues, which is just vibration and changes in pressure to the brain. And every mechanoreceptor is sending that same frequency. It creates this three-dimensional, fully immersive experience, very much like being at a concert, go back to it or a nightclub, where this huge sound system is pumping all of this moving air, which is really all bass frequencies are, this moving air onto the mechanoreceptors in your skin, which is what's creating that, that immersive feeling. And ultimately where the healing aspects of what we do come in as well, because this relaxes the nervous system. It sends messages to your muscles telling you to relax. It re-energizes and reinforces the mind-body connection. People feel more grounded, more solid. It helps with lactic acid buildup. It helps with lymphatic drainage. Uh, It feels amazing, uh, which a lot of biohacking techniques and tactics do not feel amazing. This one (laughs) does feel amazing. So yeah, there's a lot of really good stuff that comes from it. I know we just covered a lot, but yeah. Oh, that's awesome. No, it, it gives me, I mean, I even learned a couple of things too, because for me, the, the, the lower sound frequencies, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that we couldn't feel them beyond a, a certain point. That was not something that I had, had known before. So I'm well, sure. So even octaving up and octaving down, right? So that's, um, as you start to get into, look, especially tuning forks, you've got tuning forks at 528, mm-hmm. right? But, but the gong, tuning forks and and symbols like these are very complex and and this is a real i think this is a really good aspect and and something i haven't covered before um 
the gong is the most complex frequency on the planet. It's one of the most complex. Yeah. Right? I work with a guy, John St. Clair. He literally has written theses on, on gong theory and its impact on our physiology. And to sit down and talk with him, it's like mesmerizing on the power of it. We take a different approach as a vibroacoustic therapy practitioner. Um, as a VAT therapist, I'm actually honed in on specific frequencies, 30 hertz, 40 hertz, 50 hertz, 60 hertz, 68 hertz, 88 hertz, right? Specific frequencies and their impact on our physiology. That's the body of research that governs what we do. Stepping back to In Harmony, now with Anthony Weiss, who's our director of content creation for In Harmony Interactive and In Harmony Media, we're focused on harmonizing tracks to a particular tone or frequency. But you're still listening to a musical score, which has a multitude of different frequencies in it. That's what that's the difference between um, I think you would agree. You want a certain level of training when you're working with tuning forks. Yeah. Not that you can do damage, but you could certainly bring a body out of harmonic resonance mm -hmm. if you do things not correctly or in the right sequence or not ideally, right? Oh, you can bring harm, probably not, but but you could certainly bring a body out of harmonic resonance with its natural resting tone or beyond the intention opposite of the intention of bringing it back into balance. Mm -hmm. And the same is true with specific frequencies. But when you're listening to music, you're listening to music, right? It's broad spectrum, lots of different frequencies. The cool part of what Anthony does and the magic of what he does, um, are you familiar with the conversation around 432 versus 440? I am. Yes. Yes. We should probably share with my folks though what that means because I don't know if everyone's going to be in tune literally with that. I <laughs> the jury's still out for me on this conversation, okay. right? I've read both sides. I don't know which is better for you. Actually, my core belief yeah. is I don't think there is a bad frequency. Um, the conversation is um, basically back in the early 1900s, at some point, they stopped tuning the symphony to an A in 440. And they started, I'm sorry, in 432. And they started tuning an octave higher in an A of 440. Mm -hmm. And and the... Um, the folks that believe very much that 432 is better than 440 will tell you that 440 is horrendous on your nervous system. And there's some science to back that. And that 432 is way better for you. And there's some science to back that. Um, there's also some science that says it doesn't really make a difference and that, right? So that's why I say the jury is still out for me. But more importantly, if you've ever been to the symphony, right? And um, I always ask because I, I just want to know if we're going to dive down that rabbit hole or not. And and we're not. No, so I'm okay with that. But if you've ever been in the symphony, the lead chair uh, violinist stands up and she tunes the orchestra to A. Mm -hmm. And then the clarinet stands up and tunes the brass section to the his or her A. And that could be 432. It could be 440. The magic of what Anthony has done is he has chosen sophigio frequencies to tune his music meditations, each score is tuned to 174, 285, 396, 417, 432, 528, right? Working their way up the Solfigio frequency scale. And, and this is the magic of our music catalog and the magic of what we're doing. So, and, and I have an offer as well. So we have an app and that app drives what we do. Um, what we'll do after this is we'll come up with what that URL is going to look like. I will put together a URL, a landing page on my website and I'll offer anybody that's listening to this podcast 90 free days uh, with our app so that they can experience it. You don't have to buy our tech, but um, but just listening to it through headphones or Bluetooth speaker, your husband will love it. 
Um, anybody who's musically inclined, it's very soothing. It's very calming. It's very relaxing. And it, and it performs very well, even without our tech Our tech obviously increases the efficacy, but, um, but the music itself performs by itself. And, and it's really magical what he has done to tune each score to a specific frequency, still healing a multitude of different frequencies, but it's just really magical what he's done. Very impressive. I like it. I, I was thinking when you're saying, that, I'm like, hmm, we should do that in my office. And instead of, you know, letting, I often let people choose what they want to listen to. Maybe yeah. it's now like, sorry, you don't get to choose what you're you're listening to today. I'm going to choose for you <laughs> as sure. part of your therapy today. Or you're listening to it too, right? So it's like, what do you feel like you need? And chances are, that's what your client's going to need too. You know, that's a really good point. Because sometimes I have let people listen to music and then like walk in the room and I'm like, Like, so, this so, so we make this tech, right? Uh, we make the sound lounge, the practitioner, the meditation cushion. And, and I think nothing really summarizes this story summarizes really well that we're all tuned a little differently. Like I was at a, an event for CES and somebody heard a little bit of what I do. And they're like, what's the best frequency? And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's different for all of us. Literally every single one of us have a different you know, yeah. nervous system. Yeah. Some generalities of what Hertz frequency can do what, but like, we're all different. We're all wired differently. We all have a different demeanor. Um, so we have a very specific set of tracks that we usually run demos with and, and they're broad spectrum. And I think they're, you know, very engaging. And, and I put a friend of mine, the guy who actually makes this ring, his name is Patango, an incredible ring designer at festivals and conferences. And, um, and I put him on the tech and, and we were at One Love Festival. This is like four or five years ago. And uh, and I've told him this story before we laugh about it. But he basically got on the tech and 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 he kind of got off it. And he was like, cool tech. I didn't really like the music. And I'm like, oh, well, what kind of music do you like? And he goes, you have any rage against the machine? <laughs> and And I was like, not really part of my awakening over the last five years, but I used to snowboard to him. I don't have any. Do you have it? And he goes, yeah, I have some on my phone. I go, well, go get your phone. And I put on one of the Rage Against the Machine tracks and he listened to it with the headphones on, on. And for two and a half, three minutes, however long that track was, he was rocking out. Like <laughs> the smile on his face was ear to ear. His hands were in the air. His body was jumping off the sound lounge. His feet were in the air. Like he got, he jumped off the bed and he was like, that was amazing. And he gives me the headphones and he's like, you have to listen to this. And I was like, okay. And he was right. It was it was amazing, right? Not what I would typically put on there. The lyrics were relatively explicit, but his voice sounded amazing through the tech because you were feeling the bass guitar. You were feeling his voice and hearing it through the headphones and it felt so immersive and rich and full. And it was really just absolutely an incredible display of our tech, which is why this is four or five years ago. And I still tell the story today <laughs> because it's a really wild application of the technology. Wow. Wow. Well, and, and that was one of the things, you know, when I said I walk into a patient's room and I'm like, oh, not Foo Fighters or no, not Rage. I mean, that's kind of exactly what I was oh, thinking about. So I'm like, well, maybe now, now I've got a new perspective. I'm like, they could put headphones on and I don't have to totally. do it. That's right. So, Absolutely. so we have this. So I think for a lot of folks, you, you put up the sound lounge in and, and for the folks who are listening right now and not seeing the video version of this, Let's describe like we've got we've got this this cushy looking, you know, table going on. Describe what that's, you know, I know you had said there's four transistors. Like give us the whole spiel in terms of like what 
Yeah, and, and I'll be more descriptive with my words because not everybody's going to be watching the video and I can appreciate that, especially if you're driving and doing other things like working out and running and that sort of thing. Um, so we started it back in 2016 making the Sound Lounge and the Sound Lounge is an ergonomically designed, it looks about, it's about the size of a twin mattress. Um, it's ergonomically designed in that it's arced to put your body in what's called neutral posture position, um, which basically just allows your body to bend naturally Mm -hmm. um, so that it's, there's no stress. Like sometimes when you're laying down on a flat surface, like I'm doing like during Savasana, my yoga, I'm like, I really wish I had something underneath my head. And I really wish I had something like a bolster behind my knees. It's not always comfortable to lay down on a flat surface, especially if you're not familiar with that and do it regularly. Um, so this is ergonomically designed. It's very comfortable. It has inside it, um, these tactile transducers, which creates the vibration and it connects to an amplifier, which drives the vibration and another amplifier, which powers the headphones and a music source that plays music. Think of all of our technology as, as um, very much like a Bluetooth speaker, mm -hmm. um, especially our meditation cushion, because it does have Bluetooth in our sound lounge and practitioner are all hardwired systems at this point. But, um, but think of them as a music player think of it as a delivery system or a digital delivery system for sound and frequency directly to your body. The mm -hmm. tech by itself does not vibrate. Every mm. now and again, I get a phone call from somebody who's like, Hey, turns it on. It's not vibrating. And I'm like, well, what are you playing through it? And they're like, well, I didn't know I needed to, right? Because it's not mechanical vibration. So you get like these vibration plates that literally have like a motor inside it with a counterweight on it that spins in a circle and, and creates this vibratory experience. That is not what we do. We mm -hmm. use sound and vibration. So it'd be like, it'd be like buying that home theater system and then coming home, plugging it in, turning it on and being like, I don't hear anything out of it. It's like, well, you got to play music, a plug in a Blu-ray, a DVD or whatever kids are listening to these days, but like you got to play something through it in order for it to activate. Right. Um, and our tech is very much the same way. It's a delivery system for sound and frequency to your body and your physiology and neurology. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for explaining. Because I think a lot of people were also going to be like, well, wait, what about the vibration? Is it like one of those mats you lay on that does the massage at the, you know, at the... Yatsu massage. No, <laughs> those are wonderful. This is something totally different. Um Look, there's lots of different modalities, even that you've had on your show. I know Freddie and Ampcoil, and I've, I've heard them on your podcast as well. That's pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, PEMF. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely feel the amp coil on your body. Mm -hmm. um, it's a different stimulation. Mm -hmm. uh, this is sound and vibration. Um, mm -hmm. I think the amp coil actually feels really good. It's a, it's a, you've probably used it. It's a very unique experience. Um, to have a part of your body spasming around the the pulse electromagnetic field therapy that it creates, um, that signal is is very therapeutic. Uh, again, I'm a huge fan of Freddie personally and professionally. I love his company. I love his business. Vibroacoustic therapy is different. This is sound and vibration. Um, it's a it's even less evasive. I wouldn't consider that evasive in any way, shape, or form. It's even less invasive. Um, and and at the end of the day, you're a guy or a gal on a bed listening to music. Um, there's very few contraindications, although there are some, you have an open wound. Um, you don't want to shake every cell in your body with an open wound. It's going to shake that apart. You want to give it time to close and heal. If you're in a high risk 
category, whether it's a pacemaker, even though pacemakers are okay, but not every pacemaker is created the same and not every condition surrounding why you have the pacemaker is the same. So if you're in any of those high risk or or areas where you want to be cautious, you just want to talk to your doctor first and, and make sure you're getting it okay. The cool part about vibroacoustic therapy is that like your stereo system, you can turn it down yeah. and volume gain makes a huge difference on the impact of how much it's changing and shifting your physiology. And the reality is on the low end of the spectrum, it's pretty much safe for anybody. Um, my, I have a, that three-year-old daughter that I told you is on the other side of this window, loves the tech, loves the tech. I mean, within one week of her being on this planet, she was on my sound lounge. I picked her head up off of the sound lounge so that her head wasn't touching and my hand wasn't touching. But the first time she was crying and we like went through that checklist of like, we don't know why she's crying. I was like, oh, let's throw her on the sound lounge. And we, we put her on the sound lounge and she immediately, her eyes were like, just looking her at, you know, she can't move. She's one week old. She's like, uh, she just smiled and started making like a, almost like a toning noise. Not really, but like, it was really trippy. And now I post videos on my Instagram. At this point, I'm going to start posting them even more because every single day I've got new content of my daughter on the yeah. tech. Cause every day she's like, she gives me the phone and she's like, set me up set me up and i'm like you're adorable and you got it it's oh, really cool my goodness. well and and that's like a good testimonial right because she's not gonna she's just she's like i know i like this and i want more of it you know and, and at that age you know that's like pure her wanting sure. more now i'm imagine that animals too would i was do. just gonna say our furry friends love it as well we had uh, i did a demo this morning with uh one of my affiliates here in vegas who brought somebody over and she just got a new puppy and the puppy was trying to climb up all up in it while the while the session was going on. And uh, yeah, they they sit in the footwell. Can't really see the one that's sitting behind me, but <laughs> animals like to curl up in the footwell. Yeah. Um, one who's just somebody was just telling me that. Um, oh, David uh, in Denver. And he was telling me that his cat will lay in the footwell of the meditation cushion and purr and cry until they come over and turn it on. He said it's a daily thing. And I was I like, that, that is so cool. It's it, just so, I really, you know, to go back, I, it, this really is one of the greatest gigs on the planet. Um, I'm super passionate around what I do. I, I get to add so much value, as I think I mentioned to you, and I might've said already, if you have a brain and a nervous system, you can gain value from our technology. Uh, it's just that simple. It um, it does three main things, and we can dive into this as deep as you want, but our technology for me has kind of three, there's three main points and there's some some ancillary, th ancillary things from there. Um, the first is that it resets the nervous system. In a matter of 15 minutes, it triggers the chemical cascades in the body to move you from sympathetic, which is a nervous system that's associated with fight or flight or stress and anxiety, which most people are walking around stressed and anxious, yep. uh, to cool, calm, and collected. So the chemical cascades that need to move the body from stressed and anxious to calm and collected, it triggers. It, um, it sends a message to every muscle in your body telling you to relax. So we get a lot of folks that have old injuries. Mm -hmm. You know, I have an old tennis injury and, and then they get on our tech and they have their uh, session. And then afterwards they're like, hey, I got a range of motion here I haven't had in a really long time. That's because your nervous system is sending triggers to those muscles telling it to tighten around an injury that's no longer there anymore. And when it gets the trigger that says release, now so that's why massage therapy. I mean, there's lots of different ways to go about doing that, but this is one of those ways. And it's very deep uh, in into the, the subtleties of the muscle and the muscle structure. 
Um, so it, it relaxes all the major muscle groups. The third that I like to bucket as one of the more important ones is that it feels good, which I, which I mentioned already. And then the ancillary things, uh, it increases circulation. It, um, it reduces lactic acid buildup. It helps with lymphatic drainage. Um, it does a whole number of different things from oxygen levels to, uh, the circulatory system. And it, it, it really has a remarkable impact on our physiology and our neurology. Um, and, and again, everybody's a little different. Everybody's dealing with different scenarios, but something so simple as listening to and feeling music, um, which is something that is so foundational in, in our culture, um, in this particular delivery system can have a profound impact on, on your day-to-day -day overall well-being. I mean, it makes sense. Most of, I mean, obviously most of us, our vagus nerves are trash because of the environment that we live in. And, and, you know, our nerves and, and our genetics haven't caught up to that. So it makes perfect sense that that would be hugely useful. I think probably one of the next yeah. questions that a lot of folks would be thinking about right now is going like, all right, Craig, what about EMFs and all that? What are you guys doing to counter that? You know, kind of what's, what's the, the, the go-to for you guys? Because I do hear from a lot of people, like I've stopped using, listening to music because I'm worried about how much EMF, you know, is being exposed. And I'm like, oh, can we play music? Can you get your instrument out? Because old school instruments, we can do this. So <laughs> give us, give us. My wife's violinist. She's, my wife is actually a 25-year first chair violinist herself. Wow. And uh, yeah, her violin doesn't have any EMFs, no doubt. Um, look, here's, here's the reality of the world that we have brilliantly co-created together. Um, Apple Watch, AirPods. <laughs> iPhone, iPad, sitting in front of two screens in addition to that iPad, we've got <laughs> speakers. Now I've got some other cool tech, microphone, wireless keyboard, like sitting in it, right? And I'm sitting here for eight hours a day straight. Um, so for me, it's about finding balance. Mm -hmm. Here's the reality. Um, all sound works through low levels of electricity. Anybody that's in the space that I'm in that tells you there's no EMFs is selling you something. Um, there are EMFs. My personal belief, and I'll talk about mitigation as well. Um, my personal belief is that the benefit of this exposure far outweighs the um, the negative impact of, of the EMFs. And when we look at the scientific structure of what that means, I would much rather be in a parasympathetic nervous system response charging the day than in a sympathetic nervous system response with a lower EMF footprint. Right, mm -hmm. and exposure rate. Now that said, um, some people are way more sensitive to EMFs than others. Some okay. people can't wear an Apple Watch, right? I, I, I can. Some people can't use AirPods. I can. It doesn't affect me the same way. And I've done the neurological testing and I'm familiar with all the myriad of different products. This has zero point energy embedded in it. Like I wear the crystals, right? This is <laughs> this has been um, sitting in front of an EE system. If you're familiar with EE systems, like I'm in it, okay? Um, that said, um, the best thing that I've found for somebody that's interested in mitigating EMF, because that's important to you, is Faraday material. Mm -hmm. They have it cut out of silver, copper, gold. Um, you can get this stuff online. It's fairly easy to come by. So those of our clients that really are um, sensitive to this and, are, and it's really important for them. Now, the amount of EMF that's coming off of a transducer is nothing compared to an Apple watch, an AirPod, or the amplifier itself, which is far away from 
the person that's laying on the sound lounge. It's a little different when you're sitting on the meditation cushion because the amplifier is inside it. Um, one day in the future, we'll, we will integrate Faraday material into our design. We haven't yet, but one day we will because first of all, I just discovered this stuff in the last 12 months. But for those of you that are very sensitive, I would recommend buying a piece of this material and draping it over the tech, putting a barrier of electromagnetic energy between you and the technology and, and folks that have been sensitive to that have found unbelievable results by um, just doing that. And frankly, me introducing them to that technology, the this this Faraday material, it's super thin. It doesn't interfere with anything. Yeah. I've got folks that are starting to make clothes out of it. I've got folks that have lined jackets with it. I've got folks that carry it as a shawl uh, <laughs> throughout the day, even though it's not very thick or heavy, but they'll literally just walk around with it around there. Uh, so there's a lot of really cool things that you can do with that. And 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 to that end, we're in a world that has increased 5G is a whole other conversation. It's now on lampposts instead of on, uh, you know, on on the tops of poles. So I think it's really interesting as we as the human race begin to and continue to develop in this world with increasing levels of EMF. And I think if you start to feel the negative impact of that, and, and that can show up in in so many different ways, hopefully you've had a show, I haven't seen it if you have on EMFs and the negative impacts and and what symptoms to look for and things you can do to mitigate. Like I've, I have a trimeter and I measure what's coming off my screen. I measure what's coming off my phone. I measure what's coming off the sound lounge. And it's obviously a fraction from the sound lounge, but it's not zero. Mm -hmm. um, and I always make sure that at night I take at least eight hours or however long I'm in my bed. No, the in fact, I take everything off. I take my crystals off. The only thing I wear is this necklace. And and that's how, and my cell phone is charging more than three feet away from me because believe it or not, just the charging cable of a cell phone that's charging gives off a ton of magnetic energy. Um, even if it's not on, even if it's in airplane mode, it's just charging. So electromagnetic energy and it's powerful. Um, it's got a pretty good um, um, uh, diameter too. But, um, but that's for me, that's my that's my process. At some point, we will integrate um, a Faraday material into the top of of the cushion. We haven't done it yet. Um, it's not in the prototypes that we're working on and and the the new products. But at some point, I do want to innovate and add that as a layer because I do believe, much like everything else in this society that we've co created, that death death by a thousand cuts. This exposure, low level exposure, over and over and over again, compounds on each other. And, uh, and I think in the long run, it, it can be an issue that we need to look at. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and as you mentioned, you know, death by a thousand cuts. I mean, we just end up having, and, and, and I see it all the time in my practice, people who are coming in and this is where a lot of people start searching for different types of advices or devices when they're not able to find solutions with say, just changing their diet or, you know, herbs or, or things of that nature. It, it makes sense. So this leads me to my next question that I had for you is, What's the optimal amount of time in the sound lounge or on a practitioner table or sitting on the cushion? Like how much can you do it? What's too much? What's what's standard? Great question. So if you look at the formal body of research, vibroacoustic therapy, it will tell you that a 22 minute session, actually a 23 minute session is ideal. That it takes about 15 minutes for those chemical cascades to kick in. And then you want seven or eight minutes laying in the field to allow the, the rest of the body to assimilate. Um, have you covered hormesis? No, I haven't. Are you familiar no. with hormesis? Oh yeah. Oh All yeah. Right. 
So, so it's a, it's kind of a whole other conversation, but it's a big part of how we start. That's the technical answer. The technical answer, I didn't like 23 minutes. I like the numerology of 22 minutes. So all of our music meditations are 11 minutes, 22 minutes, 33 minutes, 66 minutes. Um, and in our app, we have tracks that range from two minutes to two hours. And mm -hmm. we'll continue to come out. I want a sleep track. My daughter listens to a sleep track for 10 hours every night. Uh, I want a sleep track. Um, Anthony is our director of content creation. He's full full time now. So we're going to start kicking out a lot more music. Uh, all the subscribers to our app get access to all of our music as well. Um, so the formal body of research says 22 minutes. But, but that said, I've spent hours on my tech. I mean, four hours, five hours, six hours. We definitely have people that sleep on the tech, although I recommend doing it at a lower level. And I recommend working your way up to spending that amount of time in the vibratory field because it shakes things up. It, yeah. it moves things around. And, um, and if, if you're going from zero to 60, uh, right, not shaking things up to shaking things up an awful lot, you're going to have a detox effect and you are going to have a reaction to it. But um, in the beginning, when I first got access to my sound lounge, I was on it three times a day, seven days a week, morning, noon, and night. I felt the urge to get on it. It felt good. I wanted to do it. Now I'm probably on it four or five times a week, mm -hmm. but I'm around it all day long and I'll turn on my sound lounge in the morning and I'll let it run for a couple hours, just putting vibrations out to my entire house. My daughter hops on and off it and that helps. But generally speaking, I can be at an event from eight in the morning until six o'clock at night and be standing next to a sound lounge all day. And I'm standing in the field. I'm getting that vibratory expression as well on my cells. So um, there really is no limitation it's going to be different for each and every one of us how often you feel called to do a formal session but you can be around it all day you just need to be cognizant of the symptoms of detoxing and and what you're expressing and what you're experiencing because it can absolutely be powerful and i've had some of the most experienced biohackers that have been doing cold plunges and hot saunas and this tech and that tech and this piece and that and they'll call me after their first sound lounge session, like 24 or 36 hours after. And they'll be like, hey, I'm having like a major detox reaction. Is that possible? And I'm like, it's certainly not normal. And it's absolutely possible. And they're like, but I've been biohacking for years and I do flushes and cleanses. And I go, I know, but this is, it's just a, it's a very deep rooted, the, the sound penetrates every cell in your body. It goes right through. Yeah. So it, um, it's a very powerful methodology and modality. I think it's cool that you mentioned that because, you know, I, I deal with a lot of patients being like, oh, I'm herxing, you know, we've got rashes, we've got diarrhea, we've got, you know, you name it, headaches, the whole nine. And, and it's interesting because I don't think a lot of people would associate that with sound and, and they'll be like, but when I went to the count, you know, concerts, I was fine. Or maybe I was hungover because I had a bunch of drink, you know, drinks. So maybe there's not that clear connection there. Retoxing you know? versus detoxing. Yes. Yeah. Whole different, different, different ballgame. But I can see how it would be very different because let's, let's put it this way. One of the things I see as a doc, like over and over again, is that people really suck at circulation, like, and, and lymphatic movement. There's tons of swelling going on. There's tons of this There's sedentary lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I could see this too as being somewhere where we're, we're kind of giving the cells the vibratory need that they, they do. If you're not going to go run a marathon, let's say, or jump on a rebounder or something. And, and it's kind of a thought in my head about, Hmm. I got, I got one outside. Look, I love my rebounder. My daughter loves to jump. She'd be like, Harmony jump. Harmony loves to jump. My daughter's name is Harmony. That's Harmony awesome. Loves to jump. And she does. She loves to jump up and down. 
Um, but it's really powerful. Um, <laughs> really, I have funny stories with with jumping up and down on, on our rebounder. But um, um, you mentioned the, the Herxheimer reaction, and and the reality is, a lot of times we set out to do something that was that was presented to us as something that's very positive, and all of a sudden we feel really negative. Look to go back to my story. Um, I think for most people, cutting out gluten for a variety of different reasons, the glyphosate they use in the farming process, especially here in the United States, right? Like. I, most people would tell you that giving up gluten is, is a good thing for you. And yet I gave up gluten hundred percent and I had this horrific, it went on for nine months mm-hmm. after I gave up gluten. Like this was major at six months. I was like, I got to figure out what's going on. This is not normal. And like that's six months, that's a half a year of my life. And it went on for nine full months before I really started to get ahead of the detoxification process in my body to support it. Now, I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I was smoking a lot of cigarettes. I was doing a lot of things that that I'm not doing now. But nonetheless, we we continue. Our bodies are miraculous, miraculous, and and they do know how to cleanse. They do know how to clear. They do know how to detoxify. And a big part of what your practice is, and I know what we do in in the biohacking world, is about supporting and helping the body's natural ability to clean cleanse and detoxify itself and part of that is giving you the right downtime part of that is giving you the right brainwave states to relax that's what meditation and mindfulness is all about it's about moving in and out of beta brainwave into alpha and theta and delta and up into gamma and, and taking your body through these natural rhythms uh, of the body. It's why sleep is so important. You spend a third of your life sleeping in an ideal case. And I talk to so many people who are like, I sleep four hours. I'm good. And I'm like, you're really not. I, I get that you might feel great, but you need more. Look, I go through phases. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an A-type personality. I'm a go-getter. There's look, you, I was up until I think two o'clock in the morning last night with my wife chatting and talking and knocking things out. And and I rolled over at 6 a.m. like I do every morning and I went back to bed today and I got up at eight and I feel much better because I did. Right. I could have gotten up at at six, but I want you need that sleep. And part of that sleep is is that downtime. Um, and um, it's it's just really important for us to help the body to cleanse, to detoxify, to move, especially lymphatic drainage and lymph. Um, really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, giving the body the downtime. I mean, that's why I love being an acupuncturist because I love to give the gift of like, you are now mine for 60 minutes and you're not going anywhere. And so now oh, you've got uh, downtime. Uh, oh, sounds great. <laughs> and, and so I'm thinking like how the practitioner, you know, Matt looks and going, hmm, I think that could be really, you know, fun for folks. And I'm sure, you know, some acupuncturists who are using it in their Absolutely. practice. Well, look, you're, do you do E-STEM? Mm-hmm. You're putting e-stimulation on the tips of of uh, of needles that are going into the body. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. Um, acu um, acupuncture while having a vibratory experience is very similar. The needle is starting to wiggle at a particular vibration as well, mm-hmm. even though it's on a much smaller level than than e-stim. But um, yeah, it's 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 magic. I mean, look, all of these different modalities. I think of cupping. Yeah. I think of right, like. All of these different modalities, and this is where we start to get into like stacking, mm-hmm. right? It's like, how many things can I do at once? Yeah. Um, and and I've gotten a lot of acupuncture in my life. Um, 
what's remarkable is as soon as I even say that, I think of the one time a needle was left in my body and I put my pants on. And and like I was like sitting in my office and I'm like, my leg kind of still hurts, it's like hurts. And and I sure enough, I like went to the bathroom and checked in my jeans and I'm like, you missed one. And it didn't hurt. Like it wasn't like a knife tearing through. It was just like an irritation where I was just like thinking about it. But less that stacking, right? Which happens from time to time, not with you, not often, but every now and again. And it's never forget it. Oh, um, I, it I still go to Greg. He's amazing, right? Like I had a lot of needles in the net day too. And he's like, I missed one. I'm sorry. I'm like, hey, it's all good. We all do stacking it. These, stacking these modalities together is really, really powerful. Not to mention it's time-saving, right? Mm -hmm. So um, there's there's a lot of benefit in, in that. And more importantly, you're amplifying uh, the therapeutic impact of each modality, right? For the most part, um, mm -hmm. PEMF with vibroacoustics is actually really difficult. Um, mm -hmm. I prefer to stack them before or after one another. Mm -hmm. And that is because pulse electromagnetic field therapy, unless it's the same frequency as the, as the Hertz frequency, even though it's two different, um, uh, electromagnetic, uh, it's, it's different than the sound spectrum. Um, they're similar, but they're, they're different. Um, unless you're listening to the same frequency at the same time, they feel disharmonic, not in harmony. Interesting. Interesting. So I recommend doing that before or after, um, sauna, for example, um, great, fantastic. My ideal evening routine, uh, out in my healing room that I have right here, I'm very blessed to have created in the environment that I created. Um, I will fatigue my muscles. So I do push up. I do as many pushups as I can. It doesn't matter if I do six that night or if I do 600. Um, I've never done 600. 60 is probably more realistic. Like, I've never, not even, right? Like if I could do, if I do 30, right? Like that's a lot in a row, but I just want it to be that that last one is like me pushing all of my might. Then I do as many squats as I can do. And if I knock out a hundred, that's a lot. I do as many pull-ups as I can do. And if that's three, it's a lot, but I'm just fatiguing the muscle. Then I get into my sauna. I'll do 20 minutes and I'll sweat. And then I get in the shower Sometimes it's cold. Most of the time it is warm or hot. I'll be honest, cold therapy in me, it's like just so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. So good for you and so hard. Um, and then I'll get out of the shower, clean myself up and, and I'll get on my sound lounge for, for a half hour or, uh, or 22 minutes, half hour, whatever. And that to me is like the ideal evening routine. And that's stacking these. And of course, I'm drinking a ton of water the whole time. And sometimes I'm listening to a podcast and, you know, stacking all these things together, knock it out. Sounds awesome. I'm like, wow, you just got me signed up. I'm like, okay, so now we know what I'm doing. I, I need to get myself a sound lounge is, is the, the next step. But I'm like, okay, sauna, check, cold exposure. All I have to do is walk out the door. That's about as much as I like to do. <laughs> I do that too. I, it's cold here in the desert. Like at night, it could be 40 degrees, 45 degrees. I'll go outside and I'll stand there for... I'll set a timer for 10 minutes and within like five minutes, I'm like, go inside Craig. And I'm like, no, don't go inside Craig. You can take it. It's okay. Cold <laughs> therapy. It's so good for you. And it's so bad. It's, it's tough. It's tough. The, the I got to be honest though. I mean, you know, the vibroacoustic therapy just sounds so much more enjoyable. Cause oh like you said, like you started this off with, you know, there's a lot of biohacking things that aren't fun, like taking niacin and then getting in a, in a sauna, not my jam, you know? And, and there's all kinds of other things, but this sounds enjoyable, but also yeah. super relaxing. And for so many folks who, who are struggling, I think this is a great way to take something that I, I don't know anyone that's like, Oh, I hate music. 
if if there is someone out there, I don't know what to tell you, but there's not there's not that many. And I feel like most people are like, I could do this. I could yeah. do this. So there you have it. Well, Craig, let's talk about your website. Let's talk about what folks could yeah. find because you have practitioners I saw. And I mean, there's science, there's all kinds of stuff in there. So tell us about IamInHarmony.com and, and tell us more details. Just so, 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 here's, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to create a URL, which we're going to put um, under underneath. Um, it'll Maybe it'll be um, IamInHarmony.com forward slash pages forward slash... Um, uh, the health fix, or, you know, we'll figure it out, whatever it is that we want to do, but we'll put a link down below. So wherever you're watching this iTunes and all the different places, if you can listen to it, um, check in the links below and you'll find a link to the website on that website. You're going to find the free gift on that website. You'll also find links for folks to make a purchase if they want with a nice gift and a discount that we can offer them on their purchase as well. You'll find the InHarmony logo at the top. That'll take you to our main website underneath the shop tab. You're going to find an InHarmony locator. If you want to try the tech first, you can totally do that. And uh, you'll find We've got affiliates and practitioners all over the United States, Mexico, Canada, UK, Australia, uh, Hawaii. I mean, they're, we're very fortunate in that we've got an amazing group of very talented folks that want to share our technology and have agreed to offer free demonstrations of our technology in their local community. And um, and if there's nobody in your area, uh, I, I welcome you to, to jump off. Uh, and and to join us, become the first in your area. We do have a 30-day money-back guarantee. We do not get many returns. Uh, and, and that is for whatever reason you want to send it back, send it back and I'll give you a refund. I don't want anybody to have a piece of tech they don't like. Um, but again, very few people uh, don't like it. But uh, but by all means, uh, please check that out. You want to come here to Vegas and meet me. I have a home studio here with all of my tech. A lot of people come in and out of Vegas for lots of different reasons. So I, I did a demo this morning. I have people coming in and out of this house all the time. And I love meeting people. I'll introduce you to my family. We'll have a cup of tea. It'll be brilliant and beautiful and wonderful. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube, TikTok, social media. We're on Twitter again. Like we're just in all the different places talking about vibroacoustic therapy, relaxation. And uh, and I'm eternally grateful to be here. Like so grateful to be able to share this space and and to be able to speak to your listeners. And, and I thank you so much for having me here, Janine. Thank you. Well, thank you, Craig. This has been awesome. I've learned so much and I know folks are going to love this podcast. Hey, fellow health junkie. Thanks for listening to the Health Fix podcast. If you enjoyed tuning in, please help support me to get the word out about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review and just get that word out. Thanks again for listening.